Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here with another classic BrainStuff episode. In this one, we dig into the strange and fascinating machines drawn by Rube Goldberg and how he came to be a household name. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Have you ever seen a Rube Goldberg contraption? They're gizmos that perform a simple task in a ridiculously complicated manner. For example, want to know how to get rid of a mouse? Simple. There's a mouse trap that lures the mouse with a painting of a piece of cheese. It causes the mouse to step on a hot stove, jump to an escalator, fall on a boxing glove, and get knocked into a rocket that sends him to the moon. What could be easier? The Mousetrap was one of many cartoons by Reuben Goldberg, a rock star cartoonist of the early 1900s, according to Rennie Pritikin, chief curator at the Contemporary Jewish Museum in San Francisco. Goldberg drew thousands of cartoons of wacky inventions that were syndicated in newspapers all over the United States. His name became synonymous with entertainingly absurd machinery that complicates simple tasks— In 1931, the Merriam-Webster Dictionary included the term Rube Goldberg, making Goldberg the only person whose name is listed as an adjective in the dictionary, according to Smithsonian.com. Goldberg, who was born in San Francisco in 1883, was originally an engineer. He graduated from the College of Mining Engineering at the University of California at Berkeley in 1904. For six months, he mapped water and sewer lines for San Francisco until he could stand it no longer— He then took a lower-paying job cartooning at the San Francisco Chronicle. His granddaughter, Jennifer George, says, What he cared about most was if he made you laugh. Her 2013 book, The Art of Rube Goldberg, describes his extensive output of cartoons, writing, and even sculpture up until his death in 1970. Goldberg left San Francisco for New York in 1907 and was hired by the New York Evening Mail— One of his early cartoons for the newspaper showed an injured man who had fallen from a 50-story building and a woman asking, Are you hurt? The man replies, No, I am taking my beauty sleep. It was a hit, and over the next two years, he drew 449 more in the Foolish Questions series. Readers loved sending in suggestions. He also created a series called I'm the Guy. It featured statements such as, I'm the guy who put hobo in Hoboken, and I'm the guy who put sand in the sandwich, starting a national fad. Goldberg's invention drawings began in 1912 and made him into a household name, according to an exhibit at the Contemporary Jewish Museum in San Francisco. The first was the simple mosquito exterminator. Here's what's going on. A mosquito looking to bite a sleeping man enters a window, A, walks along a board, baited by small pieces of steak, but then falls unconscious because of chloroform fumes from a sponge, B, and falls onto a spring-loaded platform, C. It then wakes up, looks through the telescope, D, to see the reflection of the sleeper's bald head in a mirror, E, which it mistakes for the moon outside the window, and thus jumps off that spring-loaded platform through the empty telescope, C, through D, and hits the mirror, then falling into a trash can, F. For the next 20 years, Goldberg provided a new cartoon invention about every two weeks. He continued on a less frequent basis until 1964. He invented the character Professor Lucifer Gorgonzola Butts, who created machines to open screen doors, shine shoes, and find soap dropped from the bathtub. According to The Art of Rube Goldberg, this character was inspired by two professors that Goldberg found particularly boring at the College of Mining Engineering, a Samuel B. Christie, who lectured at length on time and motion efficiency, and Frederick Slate, who once showed students the Beredic, a convoluted machine meant to measure the weight of the Earth. 
Adam Gopnik wrote in his introduction to the book that the invention cartoons mocked the elaborate world of machinery by mocking the larger idea of efficiency. Gopnik wrote that Goldberg had a poetic intuition common to all great cartoonists. Goldberg was an early voice questioning the use to which technology is put and the benefits of supposed labor-saving devices. Instead of simplifying life, they complicate it, Pritikin says. The theme is pertinent today because in the rush to create and sell new technology, Pritikin said, we are ignoring a public conversation. Is this good for us or not? In 1938, Goldberg started drawing political cartoons. In them, he began to comment on the rise of fascism. Pritikin said he got a lot of criticism for it, including threats to himself and his family. Among his famous political cartoons was a scene in a Middle Eastern desert— Two figures trudge along two parallel paths that never meet. One figure is labeled Arab and the other Jew. A 1947 cartoon shows a small house balanced on an enormous nuclear missile balanced on a precipice. The title is Peace Today. This cartoon won a Pulitzer Prize. Pritikin said he had a huge impact on his time culturally. Cartoonists were immensely popular. They were really cultural heroes. And Rube Goldberg devices live on today in the Rube Goldberg Machine Contest, which pits school kids against each other in an effort to design and build wacky machinery. You can Google some of their efforts and check them out on YouTube. Today's episode is based on the article, Who is Rube Goldberg and What are His Contraptions? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Stell Simonton. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klein. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.